Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast, the official business and fitness podcast. Guys, we're bringing this podcast to bring you the information, resources, and value to help you with your goals in business, fitness, health, and life. My name is John Fody. Beside me, I have John Miller and a very special guest today, guys. Um, I know he's going to bring you some value. I've known him for 11 years. His specialty is coaching. Called Coach AJ Lou. Um, he's going to bring you the value resources, like I said, on entrepreneurship, um, helping business get off the ground, and digital marketing. This is the first digital marketer that we had on our podcast so far, so I know AJ's going to bring us some good good uh, tips and tricks and get your social media and presence off the ground. So welcome, AJ. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, yeah appreciate so, it. <laughs> we've been talking about it for a minute now, so um, I think when I seen you about a year ago, we're talking about coming on the podcast, so you're finally here. So I appreciate you, brother. It means a lot to us for coming on. So Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, excited to be here, man. So like I said, I know an AJ for 11 years since high school football, um, probably ninth grade. I, you were you graduated three years. Uh, no, I graduated 08, so you graduated 06. Yep. So yep. you were two years older for me. And I always knew AJ as like big bro in high school. Like everybody always looked up to him honestly he, he always took the initiative always took the role as as a leader and it kind of dro- drove our high school football team I mean my freshman year we went undefeated and AJ was one of the you know the captains on varsity and and whatnot and he's gonna get into that we're gonna have him tell his story so um maybe he can fill you in on the honest history so AJ tell us your story bro yeah for sure so um grew up in Las Vegas Born and raised, you know, played uh, high school football. You know, a couple of us went to the same school here, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after after uh, high school, got a scholarship to go play at Southern Utah as an offensive lineman. Played up there for two years. Uh, coaches got fired. Ended up going to uh, UNLV and playing defensive line at UNLV for uh, the remainder of my career. Graduated in 2010, got into sales. Did the sales thing for about five, five and a half years, and then kind of decided that I wanted some freedom. I wanted to work for myself, so uh, quit my job after this. This crazy went to you guys familiar with Tony Robbins? Absolutely. Yeah, so went to a Tony Robbins seminar, doing this thing called the Dickens Method, where uh, he has you imagine what your life would be like five, ten, twenty years in the future. And I remember I'm on the ground, all on my hands and knees bawling, crying, snot coming out of my nose, just the whole nine, uh, because I hated what I saw. You know what I mean? So um, came back a few weeks later, quit my job, joined this fitness startup company as a uh, as a high-ticket closer for those guys, just selling over the phone. And uh, a couple months after working with them, the owners decided to shut the company down. So I was like, do I go back and get another job, or do I just start this entrepreneur thing? So I went the entrepreneur route and been doing that for two and a half years now so we all click a little bit already you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> know it is a, yeah, a little well, bit well, uncomfortable what kind of sales jobs did you have before when you were starting out so i started as a uh, retail sales guy for a cell phone store and then moved into uh, outside sales selling uniform services which was uh brutal, sounds tough. <laughs> brutal. That sounds yeah. Tough, yeah. yeah i mean it was you know yeah but uh did that for a while did did pretty well just you know, not not the best experience, and then moved out to uh, selling custom packaging. So 
you, you know, you see, uh, you buy a new iPhone and it's in a nice box and all that stuff. Mm. So I would work with companies here locally to design their packaging and all that kind of stuff. It's cool, good money, but just, you know, it was like selling out almost, it felt like. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Um, bring it back a little bit. You were at Tony Robbins, right? What's, you say you're balling crap. What hit you? What did he say? Because we're all familiar with Tony Robbins. Yeah. And he brings him probably the most value. He's the guru nowadays. Mm-hmm. What, what's maybe one or two things that he said that kind of hit you hard? That made you make want to make this leap. Yeah, so so it was actually a uh, a meditation, and it seemed like it was like thirty minutes, and we were actually doing it for like two hours. Wow. Yeah, and what it was is you're, you're you know everybody's standing up, and he has you meditate, and then he's like, imagine what your life will look if nothing changes, if everything stays the same. Imagine what your life will look like five years from now. Imagine what it'll look like ten years from now. And then he's like, now take that pain and amplify it 10 times, 100 times. So really what you're doing is you're just projecting what your thoughts are, you know what I mean? So it's not really necessarily um, like a a key phrase or anything, but it's really like, what do you think, what path do you think you're on? And I think sometimes self-analysis, right? Sitting down and doing those things, we forget, right? We, We forget to check and see, hey, am I moving in the direction that I wanna move? for my life. So that was one of the biggest things that uh that I got from that event. Plus, you know, Tony Robbins, man, live your life, live all full out, all those things. So So it's definitely life changing for you. Big time man. So you recommend going to see him? Oh no doubt. Yeah, I still haven't seen him yet in person, but really? from every Nick's been there. Yeah. Um AJ now I definitely want to make an experience one day, but oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. And so as far as what you do now, um you coach entrepreneurs. Yep. and you're in digital marketing. I really want to pick your brain on the digital marketing. Like, I know you could put us on some game with barbells <laughs> with my new business going off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of explain what you do, and I'll ask you go. I will go into detail, but what you do as far as digital marketing, how you help businesses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So started off as social media marketing, um, and quickly realized that that's like a tiny bit of what that marketing actually is. Um, in the in the grand scope, so really helping uh, business owners to create systems to attract the right customers, and then not just attract them, but also convert them into sales, and then maximize the the return on you know your investment. So you don't want to just have a one time sale and then you never sell to that person again, right? How do you build that relationship? How do you grow it so you maximize the lifetime value of those customers? Okay. Yeah. So that's the brief of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, would you recommend anybody going into business for themselves? Would you recommend just anybody being an entrepreneur? <clears throat> what do you think? How do you feel about people who want to be an entrepreneur? Because I feel like we give a lot of development, self-development on this podcast with, you know, trying to inspire people to you not know, work for anybody if that's not for them. And if it is for them, good for you. But if not, do you recommend people going into business for themselves nowadays with the technology and resources that we have? You know, I, 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 I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I do think everyone should give it a try at least once. And I say that because there's nothing, I I forget who it was, but I was, I was, uh, reading a book one time and in the book he said, one of the worst things that ever happens to people is the comfort of every other week paycheck, you know, because it makes you comfortable. It makes you, you know, just kind of lackadaisical because you know that money's always coming in. And I think when you go out and you're on your own and you got to make every penny you you got to earn every penny you make, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. It's like you know what I mean. It's it's just a different level of accountability. 
So from that standpoint, absolutely. But then on the reverse side, if you can't sell, if you're not comfortable selling, mm. don't do it. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to fall flat it. on your face. Don't do it. Or partner with someone that can do that stuff for you. You know what I mean? But, okay. Yeah. Now, I've seen you a little bit all over Facebook with yeah, Dan yeah. Grazioski. Talk, that's amazing <laughs> to me because I've, I've been following, I've listened to a couple of his podcasts with Ed Milet. Um, I believe there was one with, I want to say Andy Frasilla, but I seen him, I heard him on three different podcasts and he's very reckonable. He's in the real estate game and now he's in digital marketing, as I could see, and he's kind of pulling people in. Yeah. Tell me your outtake. How, how did it, how was your experience with him and what did you do exactly with Dan Grazioski? Yeah. So, um, I got, I got a chance. I applied to be a uh, partner with this new course that him and Tony Robbins were coming out with and uh, got approved to be an affiliate partner to help them promote the course. Mm-hmm. And as part of that, I got early access to it. So I went through it in the weekend, you know, crazy backstory of my, my business partner. Uh, without getting into too much detail, he, he took some money and ran literally like a couple days before, you know, and so I was like, all right, this is kind of crazy. So I went through his whole course uh, kind of implemented some of the stuff and started my mastermind uh, for male entrepreneurs. So I started that, and then I just did a video telling my story. And then the next thing you know, they're flying me out to Arizona, wow. having me go live with you know in front of like forty thousand people. Really? Them. So <laughs> that's crazy. Was... <laughs> Tell us about that. How was that experience? Tell us some detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So experience was super cool, man. Um, flew out in the morning, got a hotel, uh, went to their studio, uh, just you know. It was it was him, his whole team of developers, and uh, another gentleman that that I'm familiar with that has he's does, he's already done like ten million dollars in his business, and uh, a couple other people. But um, you know, going in and just seeing how like an entrepreneur, just the entrepreneur, can run his his little empire, right? He had like twelve employees, he had his personal assistant and stuff. But seeing just this guy that's done a billion dollars in sales for his companies have just like the attention to attention to detail attention to like the little things but the authenticity of it whereas you know he pulled us into the office and he's like hey i'm not gonna ask you guys to script anything i'm not gonna tell you to just you know he's like i'm just gonna ask you questions just be authentic just just serve Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i took uh, what i took away from that was like you don't have to be this you know, Suited yeah, up guy yeah, that knows everything. Yeah, you don't have to be that, right? You, people, people thrive off the authenticity of just, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna attract the people that you, you should attract, and the other people weren't gonna do business with you anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but yeah, it was an awesome experience. Um, one thing that probably the biggest takeaway meeting a guy that's done all of that is he's just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which I think sometimes we see these people and we're like, we think they're miles and miles away. He's just a normal dude, man. Just focused, you know. And I usually find that within, like, you know, the self-development field and entrepreneurs, like, they're real people just like us, man. And and they're willing to help you, too, if you ask. Some people I just feel like, especially nowadays, and they're intimidated to not to ask for help. I don't know why. Like, I don't have a problem if I need something to pick up the phone, write an email or anything. And um, you'll notice that as long as you ask, I mean, you don't get it. You don't get what you don't ask for. So Closed mouths don't get fed. That's right, man. Absolutely. So um, now you you say you spoke in front of 40,000 people who was asking you questions. Yeah. So how'd that go? Talk about that. Was it nerve wracking? What type of questions he asked you, and would you reply? Uh, yeah. So he, you know, he was. Uh, it was. It was a live broadcast, and uh, 
we did it on his little studio set so he has a little desk set up with a nice background and they had all these studio cameras and stuff so i go up there and and he he made it super easy man he's just kind of you know obviously the first couple seconds you're a little nervous um, but, you know, I, I, I do a lot of videos. Oh, bro, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sure you went right through it. But, uh, but no, it was cool, man. He was just he was just asking stuff like, um, you know, who are the people you want to impact? And, and, you know, what has your experience been? And just, just really kind of, it was, it was primarily focused on the course, but also focused on, you know, the people that, that I could help, that I could connect with. And the cool thing was, you know, afterwards, yeah, I got some sales, got some commission or whatever off of that. But the cool thing was I had people that messaged me on Facebook, like strangers, complete strangers, like, hey, man, you're the reason I invested in this because I believe that I can make something happen. You know what I mean? And getting those messages is like. That's the heartfelt one. Yeah, man. That's my reason why you're here, man. <laughs> you know, to be honest, <laughs> you just said it in a nutshell, you know what I'm saying? Um, what characteristics separate a successful entrepreneur from an unsuccessful one, you would say? Yeah, so to me, it's really uh, persistence, adaptability, and the willingness to take risk. You know, those three things, and persistence probably being the key, because uh, if you go long enough at anything, you'll figure it out. The problem is stopping before you figure it out, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think persistence is the number one. What do you tell to somebody who wants to quit right now and... Let's just keep trying and trying. What do you what do you suggest for somebody who wants to quit, wants to put in, wants to give up? What would you tell that person? Yeah, so uh, the the biggest thing, the biggest thing, and it sounds cliche, but it's honestly the only thing that can keep you going is remembering why you're doing it and where you want to go. You know, because if you if you know that I'm gonna end, you know, I'm no, I'm gonna end up at this destination. Nothing can prevent you. Yeah, there will be roadblocks. You might have to go, you know, you want to get to New York, you might have to go up through Montana and down to Texas and all over the place. But knowing that that's my destination and this is why I'm going there is the only thing that can pull you through. You know, what so keeps you going? It's that, man. It's honestly, for me, um, so the flip side of that at the Tony Robbins event, first you imagine like hell, like what would be your hell, right? And then the flip side of that, you imagine what your life could be, you know, the, the potential. And I remember I have this image burned in my in my mind of like the place, the people, the 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 exactly what I want my life to be. And so every day I know Ed Milet talks about this is like, you know, you have that best version of yourself that you're striving to be that that at the end of your life is going to be like, yo, man, you, you either nice did it or you, you did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so really pulling towards that of like. I don't want to. I don't want to leave anything on the field, like football. Football saying right, but just not leaving any of the potential opportunities, abilities here. You know, because when it's when it's over, it's over. So no regrets. Absolutely. Do you feel like health and fitness have anything to do with success and entrepreneurship? Because I, like I said, you know, for eleven years, I know you all through health and fitness, not through yeah. business. So this is new to me. So how do you feel like health and fitness is value to somebody who wants to be successful? Yeah. So I think there's a couple components of it. You know, first and foremost, uh, without our health, we have nothing, right? So it doesn't matter. You don't want to be the richest man in the graveyard. Um, so that, that component of it is super important. But the flip side of it is there's nowhere else where you can really test yourself mentally that will make you stronger in life and mm-hmm. business and everything else as in you know in fitness right mm-hmm. whether you're lifting weights whether you do yoga it doesn't matter what that thing is 
but you have the ability to push yourself to places where you want to quit, right? You want to say F this and get, you know, I don't know if we can cuss or whatever. No, no, <laughs> no. Go, go for it. Cuss, cuss yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no other way to really do that outside of actually going through it besides in the weight room, in the gym, in the, you know, whatever it is. So I think health and fitness is vital. For sure. It teaches you a lot of things. It teaches yeah. you patience. It teaches you discipline. It teaches you consistency. All of it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Did you ask, uh, Sorry, <laughs> did you ask why you chose uh, digital marketing? Yeah, why did you choose digital marketing? Why'd you go in that? I know you're coaching entrepreneurs as well. Um, I have another question to ask you as well, but why did you go to digital marketing? Why, what do you see as value to that in your future? So uh, it first started because I was working with that fitness startup company, and they were doing about thirty-five grand a month. They had been open for less than a year, and they were doing it all from Facebook ads. And so I remember the, the, the owner, who's a good friend of mine now, he was like, hey, man, if you come sell for me, I'll make it rain. He's like, I got unlimited leads. I'll make it rain for you. I was like, no way. You're, you're lying, bro. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned on the ads, and within, like, 48 hours, I had 150 leads to call. And I was like, oh, snap, there's something here. So uh, after they – the reason they shut it down is because one, one guy wanted to go to, like, an online – uh, platform system and the other guy wanted to stay in person old school training and uh, you know they just didn't have the same vision so after that I bought this honestly I bought a course because I didn't want to go back and get a job that I hated yeah so I just started there and then I just became obsessed with it because you know I thought I was a good sales guy you know I was in my last sales job I was doing pretty well you know you know good commission checks and all that stuff but when I learned marketing, I, like in the last two and a half years, I've dumped like 25 grand into courses, and coaches and all that kind of stuff, trainings, and nothing will make you a better sales guy than learning marketing mm-hmm. because the psychology, because the just understanding the bigger picture, you know what I mean? So talk about the difference between sales and marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, marketing, the best definition that I've heard of marketing, it's attracting the right customer and repelling everyone else. So marketing is bringing that person to you and it's almost like golf. So if you imagine playing golf, uh, marketing is like driving, right? You wanna get as close to the hole as possible, but sales is knocking the ball into the into the cup, right? So sales is where you get the money, but marketing can bring people a long way and make it much easier for you to get that get the money, right? Gotcha. So without the marketing, you ain't selling nothing, basically. Without the mark, I mean. So we need you first before you can knock down that pin and put it in the hole, you know. <laughs> you know, and you can do it the other way. It's just you know, it's the the more resist, like the further you got to go, right? So if you if you start five hundred yards away and you're gonna sell, you got to go that whole way with if you don't have marketing behind you. Yeah, but that's only focused on one one business, one person. Exactly. Whereas marketing, you can kind of like flood into a whole little niche or a whole little area. Yeah. So it kind of gets you like a little momentum, I would say, right? Big time. And the, the masses, right? Like uh, any anything that we have to spend our time doing one-to-one, right, is not the best use of our time when you can replicate yourself through marketing with video, with, uh, you know, uh, ad copy, you know, ads or whatever. However, you, there's a lot of ways to do it, right? Um, that's not as important as the thinking like, hey, I can multiply myself, bring the leads in, and now when I sell, 
that not only is that person much more ready to do business with me, but I'm also making the best use of my time because I'm not talking to people that have no idea who I am, that don't know what I sell, that don't, you know, they're, they're close to the hole. Now I just mm-hmm. got to, I just got to finish the job. So they already built, you already built that rapport per se. Yeah. And now they know a lot about you. Now it's just like, make just, a, just make a friend. Just make a friend. Right. Yeah. Just okay. show them how you can help them. And which, um, which platform you recommend most? Social media platform. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously Facebook ads are awesome, you know, uh, but YouTube is kind of like a hidden hidden. Right. Because, you know, everybody knows YouTube. Everyone understands it. But in terms of advertising, you can have av- you can get just as specific in terms of saying, hey, I want to I want to advertise to, you know, 40 year old. Uh, people that live within three miles of this gym that have been searching for how to lose weight and you can put on a video ad and say hey 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 have you been wondering how to lose weight but just kind of struggling to do it on your own and go right into your pitch right (laughs) that's so crazy how you can get that specific like like is it more just sourcing like what people searching are searching for or like because I swear sometimes, like, when you'll have, like, a conversation with, yep. like, anybody near you. Tell us about, about that conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> about your local FBI man. Uh, <laughs> no, but, like, you'll have a conversation with somebody about, like, paninis. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 30 minutes later, like, the closest panini store ad shows up on, like, my Facebook or my Instagram and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, we give, we don't know how much of our privacy we give away when we click you know, I agree to the terms and conditions. So like access the microphone, like on your phone and things mm-hmm. like that. Oh yep. my God. So Facebook, Amazon, That's how Google, they get paid, right? That's how they get paid is through ads, right? They're that's, marketing companies yeah. and assessments, right? Because we don't pay to have Facebook, mm-hmm. but they make a lot of money from ads. And so as marketers, as advertisers, you want to be able to reach the people that are most likely to invest in what you're selling. So yeah, they know, they know everything about us to be honest (laughs) they know what we're doing right now you know what i'm saying um what's the most least expensive efficient way to market what do you recommend is it the facebook avenue is there google like i'm I'm looking into google's super expensive right yeah what do you recommend for the least amount of money that would get the most results so the easiest the the least amount of money the best results and also the easiest thing to do is create videos helping people solve problems. And the cool thing is you can create what's called retargeting audiences. So someone goes in and watches 30 seconds of your two minute video, they watch 25% of your video. Average watch time is six seconds. So if they watch 30 seconds, most people would be like, ah, they only watch 30 seconds, but no, 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 they spent you know, five times more time watching you than they would on average. So then you collect and you can get people to watch those you know 30 seconds for a few pennies 10 11 cents. is this specific to youtube or you can do it on youtube you can do it on facebook instagram um so first running the video ads just helping and you you know the easiest way to identify who needs help solving the problem you can help them is by saying hey do you have this problem here's one way to solve it mm-hmm. right first six seconds to get their attention right? boom exactly and then yeah. you put it in the headlines yeah, or something you like put that, it, right? yeah you put it in the headline you put it in the in the uh, ad copy or the text that goes above your ads and you literally just say hey, hey, hey are you are you have you been struggling with right just like the infomercials right. we see all the time yeah are you suffering from but you don't want to be that cheesy dude right use yeah. your personality but um, doing that and once somebody watches those videos they basically raise their hand and said I need this problem solved and now you can do what's called retargeting, 
where you just stay in front of those people over and over again and it costs you so much less because they've already showed interest in what you're offering so facebook chart facebook youtube they all charge you much less to get back in front of someone than to get in front of them for the first time so. are you familiar with quick click funnels yeah talk about it how yeah. important how effective are they i do you use them in your videos yeah I, all right I, talk I, about it i use click funnels so, uh so click funnels is here's the, okay so click funnels is what, a, what is a click funnel yeah so a click funnel is a web page is the simplest explanation of it, but it's a web page that has one specific objective, which is the goal is to take someone to the next step. And so an example, like the perfect example is if your website is like a um, brochure, right? Someone comes into your business and you hand them a brochure. Yeah, they can see what you do. They can look at all the different components, but it's not really selling anybody on anything, right? They still got to pick out what it is and all that stuff. Um, a funnel click funnels or you know a funnel just in general is going to say is more like your your tour guide or your sales guy hey welcome to my store um what you know what are you here for today okay cool you're here for this you need you need the barbecue grill okay cool here's the barbecue grill um do you already have charcoal no okay cool here's the charcoal you need lighter fluid boom here's the lighter fluid it can take people through a sequence a series of events to help you to market so that sale becomes easier. So basically, you're getting. I love. I'm. I'm like obsessed with ClickFunnels. I can't wait to launch my website. That's been taking like a year, by the way. <laughs> All you guys know. Not gonna get into it. But I can't wait to that first video that I do, and then that ClickFunnel asking those questions. All about perception. I feel ClickFunnel is 100 million percent about perception. But they take you down a yellow brick road mm -hmm. to collect your information, yep. so we can reach out to you and help you. Yep. But we want to feel like, as a business, first off, we're getting your information, that's good, but that we're actually going to help you and give you some value. So those questions that are being asked um, are definitely specific in an overall way, I guess you can make it seem, right? Yeah. How would you say that? So it's really, you have different, you, okay, there's two types of people that you'll sell to, just generally, right? The people that are ready to pay, to solve their problem right now and the ones who will solve the problem sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it, right? Either they're ready now or they're ready in the future. Um, using funnels can help you get all the people that are gonna be ready in the future, you get their information, right? But it'll also help you to identify the ones that are ready now. And what I mean by that is you can set up some kind of freebie or you know we call it a lead magnet. So you might give someone a free guide or a free workout or a free PDF and then they, they give their name, email, and phone number for that, so you have the lead. And then on the next page, you say, hey, if you're serious about doing X, Y, Z, then go ahead and schedule your consultation, schedule whatever, so it, it, it just uh, helps you systematize your sales process. Do you recommend any platforms that are business owners or entrepreneurs, do you recommend any uh, ClickFunnels that you can name off? or? Yeah, so so ClickFunnels is the actual um, ClickFunnels is one of the companies that 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 you can use funnels with. Okay. Um, yeah, ClickFunnels is excellent. Uh, there's there's least exp less expensive ways to do it, um, but for in terms of user friendliness and in terms of just the education that you get along with it, ClickFunnels is is the way to go. To be honest. It's crazy, such a crazy idea nowadays, the way that just digital marketing is, and <laughs> it just blows my mind sometimes, but 
it's definitely effective um do you feel like social media is more effective than like tv nowadays yeah i mean i mean obviously tv is super expensive nobody can afford it you know small business wise but um i've got a total side question here so you could teach you could teach me how to get more leads on people that want to get an insurance quote absolutely i can pay you a lot of money <laughs> to teach us that yeah we blow a lot of money with these lead companies and yep. we're sick of them yep so so i've got Avi, if you come up with our solution let's talk yeah man absolutely <laughs> you know it, it's yeah it's cool. it's all about getting people to raise their hands are you tired of you know are you tired of paying outrageous whatever or are you tired of whatever the problem is why do people switch to you versus other competitors and we we stick that out like a sore thumb right so. I think just people shopping car insurance in general, mm-hmm. um, not even just hey, come to Allstate, right? But yeah. just people shopping. Absolutely. Cool. Yep. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's Nicholas Saka. I introduced <laughs> him in the beginning. I'm doing marketing, Jay, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a fly on the wall, but you know I can't keep shut. <laughs> Stop butting in, buddy. <laughs> so, what's the biggest mistake that like the companies that come to you and, and ask for your help? What's the biggest mistake that they usually make that yeah. you can help them with? Uh, so the biggest mistake, I, I would say two things, um, not having that sales process mapped out and systematized. So you won't, if you wonder why leads are inconsistent, mm-hmm. it's because you don't have a system that helps you predict it, right? So you should be able to know, you got to spend a little bit of money to test and do some things like that, but you should be able to know, okay, it costs X number of dollars to get a lead um, out of however many leads we get these many are actually going to schedule appointments out of those these many are going to close and this is the average and so you should be able to work your formula backwards and say if i want to make x number of dollars then i gotta get spend this much to pay this much for leads to get this many appointments to get this many sales and so i help them come in and create that process so you can see like Oh, okay, it doesn't have to be random, right? You can, you can. There's a formula. To yeah, this. numbers a formula. don't lie. Right? Numbers don't lie. Marketing yeah. is science. It's eighty percent science, and then twenty percent art. People think it's the opposite, you know. So you know, because we see the big companies that do Super Bowl commercials and all that craziness. As a small business owner, everything you do should have an intention behind it. Meaning, every ad you ever run should sell something. Should make an offer, right? Even if it's for a freebie, you should always be making offers you don't you know because we don't have a hundred million dollars to for a 30 second piece about some girl you know riding a horse or something like that you know what i mean now you now knowing you not too long ago you're doing high school this is a little off subject but i really i wanted to ask this meeting high school football coach you (laughs) were doing that you still doing that still doing it why do you do it and just talk about it man so uh i know you're passionate about it super passionate about it um you know, high school, uh, well, football in general just kind of gave me an opportunity, right? You know, I was a good student, things like that, but football was my life for years, you know, for years. Uh, and so when I graduated, um, my football career ended kind of abruptly. Um, but after that, you know, I, I worked for a year and I felt like I had all this knowledge. I had great coaches in college and in high school, so I had all this knowledge and, and stuff that I knew could help others, but it does no good just sitting in me. So I decided to coach, and now here I am. This will be my eighth season, and wow. the kids and the freaking just, you know, it's just just a passion of mine. It it, it, it loses me a lot of money every year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just enjoy it, enjoy the kids, enjoy the 
the uh, scheming, just all all of it, man. It's, and it, is that why um, you you developed the company? So yeah, I'm reading your hat right now. Inspired yeah. efforts. What how'd that have to do with? You know, high school football kids and stuff like that. How did you implement that business into helping kids? Yeah. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, inspired efforts. I have I have a vision um, for what I want this to be. Right. Right now, it's digital marketing. It's coaching entrepreneurs, things like that. But the vision of this is to eventually help. There's two parts of it, and I'll sh- I'll share it. Um, one part is to help former athletes find their passion beyond sports. Because uh, you know it's almost like athletes, especially seri- like if you if you loved what you did, right? Athletes die two deaths, right? The first one is when your career's over, because that was your whole life, and then the, and then you know obviously the other one. But a lot of people never recover from that first one, you know. So they're 40, 50, 60 year olds old, miserable at the job they're at, wishing they would have done this all back when I was that, but they never really, you know that that untapped potential because when you're an athlete you get pushed beyond your limits and then all of a sudden you're just comfortable no man that's not right so that's the first part the second part is um to be able to help young men develop into men right you know i was raised single mom you know all that kind of stuff so helping young men understand like this entrepreneur game but also just more than that like understand all that's possible in life, right? No, just because you came from here and this was your past doesn't mean you have to grow up and do what everyone else thinks you should do, right? So that's my long-term vision. Um, you know, got to build the brand, got to build the the culture, and do some things. And and uh, but yeah, that's that's what we, it's about. we know all about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> building the brand, building the culture. Absolutely. And um, no, I, I noticed. You know, you talk about you know the guys after high school they get comfortable, right? I feel like a lot of our listeners that listen to this podcast, they want to be inspired. They want to be given hope. They're comfortable right now. What are some things that you do to challenge these young men that can help, you know, bring awareness to our listeners to challenge them to wake up a little bit? What questions would you ask these young men to kind of get them inspired again and get going? What what would you say? Yeah. And what would you ask them? So one of the things that, you know, I talk to my kids about and, you know, just people in general is what we actually do versus our potential. So I got this thing going this summer with my kids and I brought them up the, a couple weeks ago. And I said, uh, we did a, we did a, uh, a uh, like a CrossFit workout. So we did Fran, you know, and we did Fran and um, I had one kid finish in like two minutes and 47 seconds. And then I had kids finish in 15 minutes, right? And I'm like, what percentage, I just went around the room and asked them, what percentage of your potential do you think you use today? Right, and some were like three percent, some were like ten percent, right? Yeah, and so that low, really? Yeah, you know, because there was they would be doing their their squat press okay. or whatever, and they would rack it, and you would see the mental battle going on, right? Because they're in there that sucks, and they they got three reps left, but if they rack it, they can rest for thirty seconds, or they can just knock out these three and take those thirty seconds off their total, yeah. and you see the the mental battle going on, and so. Uh, they're all going, you know, I'm going around the room and asking them that. And then um, they're all like, coach, what do you think? I, what do you think I use? And I'll give some of them percentages. But really, it's just making, helping them to understand, like, what we use versus what we actually could do is so much different. And I think it's like that for everything in life. And it's hard, it's hard by yourself to pull that out of you. You know what I mean? To really see, like, what you're capable of. 
And I mean, I don't think any of us really know what we're capable of. You know, I think we're all just using a fraction of what we actually could do, even if we're doing great, you know. So um, that's the biggest thing is like, think about, just imagine what you could do and let that vision pull you. You know what I mean? Don't worry about right now. Like, yeah, now can suck, but this is temporary. It's all temporary. Nothing lasts forever. So at least strive towards a vision that you could see or that you could imagine. And if you die on the way, if you don't make it, at least you at least you went after it. At least you played the game. You didn't sit on the sidelines. So. But something I heard recently that's actually scientifically proven is your mind doesn't know whether something happens in the moment or if you could trick yourself into doing that. Are you aware of that? Yeah. What is it called? The um the word for it's the reticular oh, yeah, reticular <laughs> activating, activating system. system. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So um, reticular activating system is the part of your mind that um, whatever you focus on, it's going to pull you towards. Right. So if you focus, you know, like when people are flying helicopters and learn to fly helicopters, uh, they teach you to look where you want to go. Right. So if you start going down, don't look at the ground because that's where you're going to go. You got to look to where you want to go and your 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 body and the rest of you will will do what you want it to do. So. Um, our mind doesn't know the difference between what we visualize and what we actually what actually happened because it's all in the subconscious. So if we visualize something enough with enough repetition, because reps, you know, reps and sets, right? Yep. Um, with enough repetition, we can start to, I, I guess I'll use the word manifest, but really it's just you're telling your subconscious mind that this is where you want to go. This is what you want. This is what I want to pull towards me. And with enough reps and sets, you'll start to see those things. And it's not even something airy-fairy or like woo-woo. Yeah, no. You know, it's it's just you're telling your, your deepest part of you where your you want to go. Yeah, where you want to go. And I think that's so important. I mean, when I said in the beginning, as far as what people want, I asked you why people want to give up, give in, you know, throwing the cards, and it's part of your why. I mm-hmm. think that's part of your why. You have to keep visualizing and tricking your mind into that truly exceptional life. Like, where do you see yourself six months now from now, a year from now, five years from now at that greatest level? And you need to really close your eyes and meditate that moment, that time, that that feeling of excitement and, and rage inside of you. And if you keep on thinking about that particular moment each and every day, even multiple times a day, that's how you get over those hurdles of not giving up and not giving in and keep wanting to stride forward and forward. I do that myself personally. And it's hard sometimes because you get so caught up in the moment. Like there's so many distractions that we're in front of our cell phones and what what have you, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's, you made a great great distinction of what it is. I couldn't spit it out, (laughs) but uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. Um, Where I know you spoke about inspired efforts where you, where you want to go as a company uh, digitally and, build that brand which we love you know we're trying to do the same thing with barbells and briefcases and our personal brands miller's you know personal trainer he's trying to master his craft i'm trying to master my craft in the car business and take it you know across the entire country and nick's trying to do it with his all-state agencies just open his second yeah um you know other than that is there anything else that you want to fulfill or do in the future that you know listeners want to know yeah so i'm i mean i, f- I feel like my gift i guess you could say is is honestly seeing the potential in other people that, I agree I concur that you know that it's hard it's hard right because we have all our self-doubt negative self-talk all that stuff but I think I I, could, I see people honestly you know you might see like someone that's you know doing doing like a low-wage job or whatever and you see so much more potential and just like man I wish you just knew what you could actually do you know and just helping people to 
expand that. So a long, long, long-term goal is to help over a million people mm-hmm. to just kind of start living life on their terms. Um, but, you know, it's it's one step at a time. Yeah, I think you know? people, like, and he said a million people, I mean, people think too small sometimes. Like you said before, like, we don't know exactly how much we're capable of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I think the one thing that helps with that is uh, looking to people that are already doing it. You know, because, you know, you, you, you might feel like, ah, oh, my problem sucks. But then you hear, like, this dude was $60 million in debt, you know, and had to pay payroll the next day. And, you know, you like, there's always someone that had it worse. And not to say, like, oh, your situation doesn't suck, right? It might suck. But understand, like, keep it in perspective. Hey, if someone else could get out of it, you can get out of it, too. You know, so. How important are mentors? You know, so I think they're extremely important. Um and I think there's, I think it's, it's like, um, dependent, right? So you want, you want, obviously we want in-person mentors. Um, if you don't have access to those, the internet is freaking amazing mm-hmm. because you have, you, you never have you been able to access, have access to millionaires, billionaires like you do now. You can freaking DM some of these guys and they'll hit you right back, you know, on the online and you've never had that opportunity before. So there is no excuse for not at least having people that, you, you, you know, maybe they're not your personal mentor coaching you one-on-one, um, but you can still see what people are doing, how they, their principles for living, their values, you know, what they stand for. And so I think there's no excuse for not having at least a virtual mentor. Um, I do think they're super important, but don't, don't let, don't let a mentor decide your actions, right? You still got to make your own decisions. So, so like pick and piece your mentors, what you like from them, what you don't like, and kind of take it and roll with it type thing. Yeah, I think you know, always taking taking the information, and then you still gotta you still gotta decide what you do with it because, you know, if you start letting other people make your decisions for you, that's how you that's how you you know you lose control, right? You run into a wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you, you got to make it your own because like you can take things from other people. But if you're trying to be like somebody else, then it's gonna come off as inauthentic, which yeah. we were talking about at the beginning. So yeah. And one of my favorite things Tony Robbins says is, you know, don't worry about how many resources that you have, but being resourceful. How do you feel about that? Explain that. <laughs> I, th- I think that is um, critical in, in life because there's going to be moments. It's inevitable. We all are going to face stuff at certain points that test us to the core. Um, you know, just especially men. Like uh, all men and women, right? But um, I know there's like an epidemic right now with men committing suicide, like the most in the history ever, right? So I think a lot of that is you get to a point, and it's called it's called learned helplessness, where your and this comes from Tony Robbins, your uh, blueprint for how you think think uh, things should be, and your circumstances don't match, which is that's just like depression, right? But then um, learned helplessness where you're like critically depressed is when you don't think there's anything you can do to change it and so just realizing you can always like if you want to just hop in your car and drive to another state right now and just leave this all behind you could do it and not 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 ever thinking you're trapped because you're never trapped unless you know you're in prison or something like that but other than that you can always make changes man you know nobody's nobody's you know nobody's ever stuck you always have opportunities um 
give our listeners three principles or advice, not just on entrepreneurship or starting their own business, to help them become the best version of themselves. Because we're not not everybody's to be an entrepreneur, not everybody's to open their own business. But a lot of people aren't here to self develop and be great, you know, be successful in life. What's three principles or advice that you would give our listeners to help become the best version of themselves? Yeah. Uh, so the first one would be know yourself, know thyself, right? Um, I think that is probably one of the most powerful things that any of us can do is really get to know ourselves, know our strengths, be honest about it. And, and that will allow us to surround ourselves with the people or the circumstances, situations help us thrive. So first and foremost, know yourself. Um, secondly, kind of back to what I said is that, uh, this too shall pass, right? Nothing's forever. Everything, everything's temporary even our lives. So just understanding like, hey, this situation will pass. When, you don't know, you know, your actions gotta, are gonna help determine that, but understanding you're never stuck. And then the third thing would really just be know where you wanna go. Cause it's kinda like you're in the ocean, right? We're in, we're in the world, right? And it's like, you know, it's almost like being in the ocean. And if you don't know where you wanna go, who knows where you end up, you're just gonna go with the, the, the flow and you know end up wherever the ocean takes you. Or you can say, this is where I'm going. And yeah, the storms are gonna detour you and everything else, but at least you have your destination and you know where you're going. And I think a lot of people don't know where they're going. They know they're gonna retire one day and whatever, but there's no like, ah, this is what I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking putting my flag right yeah, here yeah. and I'm gonna go find it, right? I'm gonna find a way to find it, whether that takes me 10 years or 30 years. Um, I don't think that enough of us do that because the, the, the risk involved and the pressure that builds up when it's uncomfortable right now, but it's, it's, just, it's all gonna pass, man. Go after it, you know, so. I love it, I love it. I just wanna, <clears throat> what I wanna just name a few things and as we're coming to a close on this podcast, a few things that I really look up to you by. You, you've always been that older person to me in high school. I remember like, we're just on the football field, man, like, and I was just listening to you, you just seen the fire your eyes and in your heart and your soul and I could just like I felt it but I couldn't I was like always the smaller guy but I always can never get it out out on the football field I think that's what made me successful today truly from the bottom of my heart you were one of the reasons why I feel like I was successful in life as you know because we were part of that team and we were a good team we were Mm -hmm. successful and our coaches were good and I learned a lot of development not even on the football field but even the weight room you know when we push each other on the squats and the cleans and the benches and so I learned a lot like that from that but a couple things I really want to I admire you is definitely your leadership and that's what you know, I'm talking about right now since high school and your passion, your awareness and your authenticity. So I really wanted to bring that up for our listeners, why I look up to you, why I brought you on this podcast. It really means a lot. So I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate um, that, one thing, what would you tell yourself? What would you want yourself to know 10 years from now listening to this podcast? Yeah, uh, actually did this exercise and there, were, there was uh, one, one thing that stood out. It's either a fuck yeah or a fuck no don't don't be lukewarm so with every decision you make it's either all in or all out don't waver that would be the number one thing boom my drop <laughs> <laughs> um anything you want to add nick miller uh, thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and coming over here and talking to us man appreciate it man appreciate it fun thank you guys that for was cool me. man that was nice smooth sailing as miller would say um how can our listeners find you so uh, you can find me everywhere online at Coach AJ Lou. Uh, I'm just really working on 
building that up because that'll be the kind of the face of the organization. So CoachAJLU.com or CoachAJLU on, you know, Facebook and Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Nice, nice. And you guys know as we're coming to a close on this podcast, um, we will be at Mr. Olympia biggest fitness expo in the world we're pretty excited about um september 13th and 14th so that's coming up man we made a big investment but we're doing it because we have passion we love and that's the thing you know we're not giving up we put a lot into this and just just we're scratching the surface just like you so this is our kind of digital marketing brand and we're building our apparel and building awareness to help people so if you guys we're gonna have shaker bottles wristbands hoodies for females males tank tops crop tops whatever it is come support us come see us shake our hands um website's a little dry but just come just come say what's up listen to our podcast (laughs) um we'll get that gear out to you soon it's dropping soon um you can find us Got some gear, yeah. I, I, I just, you know how I am. Playing I like, more in the pipeline. Yeah, I, you know how I am. I like the best. I like the bang, but yeah, you can go find a couple more things on there and um, find us on barbells and briefcases, Instagram, Facebook, and that's it, man. We appreciate you guys' support. What we hope that you do with this value, these resources, and information is go use it, man. Go, go put that flag, like AJ said. Go put that flag in the ground. Go after it. Go get it. We're out here doing the same, and we just want you to do the same as well. So much love. We appreciate your love and support. We'll speak to you guys soon.